I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, murder fans? We are back with another episode uh, of How to Get Away with Murder. We are talking season six, episode 11. So much happening tonight. It was an insane episode. Uh, thank you all for joining us via quarantine. We hope y'all are staying safe. Uh, we're trying to stay as safe as possible filming at home. Um, of course, have my lovely panel from all around the United States at this point with CJ being in Atlanta. We got Elena Finalon. Hey guys, what's up? Elena here. I have the chat open. I'm ready to get into the discussion of all the craziness that happened tonight. I already see so many predictions, so keep it going. Awesome. And of course, Miss Jamie Gray. Hi guys, good to be back. Uh, crazy, crazy episode. And I just, I can't wait to get into it. And Mr. CJ Walker in Atlanta. In the, his house, I'm back to talk how to get away with murder with you guys. Awesome. We have so much stuff to talk about, of course, but be sure to stay tuned in for our predictions, as well as some great news and gossip and our Keating's Best segment. Um, right into it. Elena, what did you think of the episode? I thought that it was interesting. I didn't know where they were going to go with it. So I'm really happy that we found out who killed Alshur tonight, that we can finally put different pieces together and that it's ringing true. I think I think I'm more so shocked from this episode that it doesn't answer any of my questions for the future. Like, will Annalise die? Because before we thought Annalise might die because we saw her funeral or whatever the case may be. And it was like, okay, well, you know, there's a number of people that would have killed her. Now, because of the news we got tonight, I feel like everyone is going to kind of band together and work together against the FBI and against the Castillos. Um, that it kind of it kind of had like my head spinning. So I'm really excited with where it's going tonight. Same. What about you, Jamie? Yeah, I mean, I think it left a lot of um, open questions in the air. Uh, but I think we also got a lot of pleasant surprises, moments where we thought we saw Laurel, um, moments where, you know, Gabriel calls his mother, you know, just things like that. Um, I, it's, it's weird. I think, again, we don't, we still don't really know exactly what's going on or what's going to happen next, but I think that's the great part because we only have four episodes left. Um, some things seem too chill. Like, even when um, Annalise and Michaela and Connor were all in the same room, it was like, where, you know, are you guys super upset? What's going to happen? So... It's just very interesting, but I'm intrigued, I'm engaged, and I'm here for it. What do you yeah. think, CJ? Tonight, had a lot of like cool one-liners, especially the one when I was like clapping when the grandma said uh, that phrase to Nate. Oh, uh, yeah. But yeah, they had a lot of cool one-liners, and I'm just waiting to see, I'm honestly just waiting to see West again, because I thought he was gonna be throughout this whole season. I guess not. I just wanna know when he's gonna come back. I have to say that I agree with all of you. I did at times, I was like, wait, so why are we seeing this? As much as I love seeing Ophelia, I know that like something big is about to go down. And for a little while I was like, okay, why are we spending time talking about Eve? Like we have so much other stuff. Not that I, I love Eve as a character. Um, but then, I mean, clearly they were saving it for the last bit, but I don't know if y'all may think I'm crazy for this kind of like just going straight into the big thing that happened at the end. I real talk thought that it was Wes that killed Asher for a second because CJ you saying that reminded me of it because I was like is this how they're going to bring him back in he loved Asher why would he do that so I was so surprised when we see this video of Agent Pollock aka in the Castillo's pocket aka works for the FBI is the one that killed Asher Jamie did were you surprised by that or I mean am I the only one 
I was not expecting to see her at all, you know, to be honest, because the last time, the last time I feel like I saw her was, you know, with the whole Bonnie situation, um, you know, as far as I recall. So it was just, it was very wild. I thought it was either um, possibly Gabriel, then for a hot second, I was like, was it his mom? Because, you know, he's calling his mom. I don't know. Um, and then I thought uh, that it could be either Laurel or possibly Oliver, but I was like, Oliver didn't have time to go over there. So it really threw me for a loop to see the lady from the Castillos. Yeah, I really thought that Laurel was the one who actually killed Ashton because like I saw the shoes, I saw the high heels, I saw like the body type and the hair. I was like, that is definitely Laurel. And then they told us it was like the FBI agent. And I was like, we haven't, who even is this lady? First of all, we've only seen her I thought she was like looking for an Airbnb. I don't know who this woman is or why she's even relevant, but that's whatever. We all are on the same page that Laurel isn't coming back, right? Like that's not, there's no teaser that she has finished out the rest of the episodes. There's a photo floating out there, but we don't know if it's legit or not. I, I mean, I'm I'm just happy that the pieces are coming together. I think one of the biggest things that we said from last week was, okay, we were trying to get everyone's perspective and we don't know where it's going to go. So being that we have, what, four more episodes left of this entire series, which is insane, um, I'm more so just grateful that we kind of can put the pieces together. Like we kind of know what's going to happen. And I feel like it's going to be this war against, the K5 or how Miss Sophia called them. What does she call them? Bi- <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde. She didn't even oh, yeah, Bonnie them. And Clyde. Um, I think it's going to be them against the Castillos and it's going to be some kind of showdown. I just wonder, okay, so when we see the murder of Asher go down, which is obviously probably other than does Annalise really die or how it happens and Wes is for sure the biggest question because that's what we've been wondering, you know, since it happened. Um, but I was a little confused at first because I thought that the FBI was actually looking at a video of him die. Um, but I guess that was just the camera angle. Um, CJ, why do you think, I know this is kind of a loaded question and leads to other stuff, but like, why do you think that the Castillos would have slashed the FBI? Why do they have reason to kill him? To kill Asher? I honestly have no idea. Maybe they didn't want him to be the informant because they have some whole another plan for like Annalise. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason why I can think anyone want to kill Ashley because Ashley is dope. (laughs) So I don't know why anyone wants to kill the guy. (laughs) Well, without your unbiased opinion, Elena, why do you think they would have wanted to kill him? I think it really just comes down to everything that he has said to the FBI. So what we probably don't realize is even though he was, he basically turned on his friends and Annalise, he was still trying to protect them in a sense. So everything that they were saying was leaking back to the Castillos because mm-hmm. he needed them to be on tape to say certain things. And remember he, he admitted that he was like pausing and stopping the tape whenever they would talk about things that implicated themselves, but would play it when they would say things that would either implicate Annalise or the Castillos. And I think with, um, with Jorge having the connections that he has, he may have got a, a glimpse of some of the things that Asher was recording and realized because he was the FBI's informant, that is information that he cannot submit to them or else the Castillo Corporation will just blow up. Um, so then Asher put, up his, Asher put a mark on his own head almost. Like, you know who you're up against. You know that it's bigger than just Annalise or the FBI and you still made that decision. 
for his family. So I guess it was for a good reason, but still. Jamie, what do you think? Um, it, it's so hard to tell, but I feel like part of it is because Asher was too much of a risk because it was like he knew not enough, but because he was so nosy and wanted to know more, it kind of made him a lost cause for the group and everyone else involved, you know, that, to where he would just put every, throw every, everyone under the bus. Mm-hmm. And I think also because Laurel knew that, she's probably telling her family, like, look, this is who the mole is. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want Kristoff to be in trouble. My baby, you know, she's thinking about all these things. So she's like, we're going to throw Asher under the bus. I feel like Laurel is like the common denominator here um, as far as possibly Asher's demise. Well, fact, were they ever really close? Were they ever close? Asher and Laurel? I feel like they no. were like the, they were the least close of them all. I feel yeah, like I don't think I've point. ever seen a scene with only Laurel and Asher in it. Yeah. If it, if they've had them, then it's been very rare. But there's part of me that thinks that Laurel could be the one who was kind of like, hey, fam, this guy's informing on me. I'm involved in all of these things because I just can't think like, okay, the Castillo Corporation could blow up if they found stuff out. But Asher, from what we've seen anyway, also wasn't saying anything about the Castillos to the FBI. He was straight up a part of an investigation to bring Annalise down ultimately anyway. So that's why I'm like, where's the motive? But I mean, mentioning Laurel, it could kind of be that she's like, oh, shoot, this is involved in me. So maybe let me take advantage of my family's company at this point. Mm -hmm. It seems like she shouldn't, but. I feel like we might be giving Laurel a little too much credit. I mean. (laughs) I know that it's the easiest thing to do because we don't see her in the storyline and we're trying to make it make sense. But I think we're giving her too much credit because at the end of the day, she's, she was a very emotional person. Like mm-hmm. she reacted very emotionally. So I could understand why she would go to her family and be like, hey, he's like snitching on me and I'm involved in all of these things. But on the other hand of it, I don't see her taking that risk for mm-hmm. the sake of her child. Like for the sake of wanting to get away from her family and knowing that if the Castillos did handle Asher because Laurel sent them, then she would then be in debt to them. So I don't think that that's a risk that Laurel will take. Um, I really think she's comfortable being in hiding and watching everything blow up. I think the only person that we're not giving enough credit to is Wes. We're not giving enough credit to the fact that before he died, he was in cahoots with the FBI. And we still don't know if the FBI is who helped him fake his death. Because remember when we saw that body in the morgue, it was it was excellent. Like it was an excellent dead body. Um, so the FBI could for sure have helped him fake his death in that regard, in which he may have a role. We don't know if he contacted Jorge Castillo and was like, hey, Asher snitching on, you know, like we just don't know where that goes. So I will point my finger toward Wes more than I would Laurel. I mean, that would be a crazy way for him to come back in because we're anticipating when it's going to happen. We haven't heard any news about it, but he and Asher were so close. I mean, there's so much to speculate on, like, but I just hope we get an actual answer for that. I mean, I'm sure we will, but like we only have four episodes left and they still have a lot to cover in that amount of time. So it makes me a little scared. Um, the rest of the kids, you know, like we, I'm referring to Michaela, Connor, Oliver, obviously, weren't really doing much tonight. Not a lot happening with them, but a lot was happening with Gabriel. Um, we see this whole like breakdown of what he saw. Uh, Jamie, were you surprised to see that he actually saw the person killing Asher? Because that's not something we had seen before at all. 
Great. I was, I was shocked to see that. And also his reaction was a little more calmer than I would have reacted, you know, as expected as well. I mean, can you imagine seeing someone die or hearing them die through your door, you know, right. but I would, I would have been scared out of my mind, heart pounding, all of that. Um, but yeah, I, I was shocked to see that. And I'm also kind of shocked that he even told uh, the K4, like, it's just, I'm really confused as to where Gabriel is in all of this, especially when he's calling his mother. I was also upset at him for trusting Asher with his phone. Even if you do get $4,000, I get it. You're in college. You might need it. But Asher 64, doesn't want 64,000. $64, oh, I'm sorry. 64. Regardless. Okay. Like <laughs> it was too soon. Okay. And I just, I couldn't understand why he would do that when he knows like he's been jealous of Gabriel for a long time. Gabriel took his girl, like all that. So did you hear the drop where the FBI agent said when uh, Gabriel went to visit him that he had two phones? He was like, why other, what's the reason why you would have two phones? And he's like, well, y'all were investigating me last year. Of course, I'm going to protect myself. I honestly don't know why Gabriel's even like in this anymore. Like we already, I feel like we already ran through his storyline. So I don't get why the writers are still having him. I mean, he's playing such a big part right now. Like I well, just wonder yeah. why he didn't go in the first place like do you think that there was a reason why he I, I mean it seems like he would have just immediately been like whoa I saw this dude get killed Elena do you think there was a reason why he didn't I, I don't I don't really know but let me tell you so what I what I have been distracted on right now is Derek L in the chat room says Gabe's mom is coming back. Eve West Laurel, her dad, Sam's sister, the governor. How are we going to get through all of these stories in four episodes? Well, gosh, so we can't. <laughs> that, that, that's what I'm saying. So the reason I don't know is because Derek L just made me realize that there is still so much. Like, granted, I was like, okay, we got a little, an like, we got answers tonight. We're getting a little closer. But I'm reminded that there is just so many loose ends to tie up. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I think we could take a moment to just kudos to the writer and just the storyline of the episode for putting us in this position to really not know. Like, right. I mean, straight up honesty, whenever we find out first that it's the, I just thought it was the Castillo woman. Obviously we didn't know she was the FBI agent as well. The lead FBI agent with Asher. Um, I was like, that's dumb like why are that why is it going to be just the castillo person that killed him but then i was like it's the fbi agent too so i mean they kind of i feel like they did a good job on that but this is also everything that's happening with um well, of course we're going to get to annalise but happening with her case um basically the other kids are just worried throughout the episode about um if she's gonna find out so now that we know what happened tonight and based on everything with their worries throughout, they did, even in their little meeting with Annalise at her house, they still seemed super hard. Um, Jamie, do you think it's going to like take a toll on them that they agreed to this deal? Or, I mean, do you think that they just don't really care at this point? I feel like they just don't really, well, let me not even speak for them, but I do feel like they just don't really <laughs> care at this point. They have been through so much hell and back these past six seasons. I mean, I feel like they can handle it. And I feel like, I mean, I don't know. Part of me is like, can they even trust each other? Can Connor and Michaela even trust Annalise and vice versa? Mm -hmm. I don't think they can. And that's what I'm excited to see because part of me wants Annalise to throw them all under the bus. And the other part of me wants them all to be okay. But I just, I think it, that's kind of what it's going to be down to. And, and again, like what, what you said and um, what Derek had said in the chat, 
we still you know think about the governor and i know they were talking about bonnie's son is bonnie's son alive or dead um and then eve how does she tie into all of this so it's just very interesting but i will say this episode i didn't think that we were going to find out who killed asher today mm -hmm. i thought that was going to be like maybe two episodes from now so i think that they're trying to condense everything into one episode cj you scoffed when she said she thinks Annalise should just turn them in. Do you think they shouldn't? I mean, it seems no, like I think they should. Your homeboy did, so. No, I think that uh, Annalise should definitely turn them all in because, like, they're turning on her and all she... I think she's, like, the most innocent one, kind of, in a way. And she's, like, the only one who's protecting them. And they had the audacity to, like, turn on her. I'd be like, all right, I'm turning on you, too. Peace. Honestly. I mean, I would too. It just seems like that's the thing that she should do at this point. It, it just surprised me that they literally were still so stone cold, whatever, when they were at her house, because she literally has protected them. And Oliver to step up and say, you know, obviously like we love them, but we're always going to be Annalise number one. I think we can collectively <laughs> agree on that pretty much. Um, but Oliver to pipe up and be like, well, have you? Yes, she has. It kind Oliver of tried it. I was like, Oliver, stay in your place. Okay. You're over there. This is the K4, K5. Okay. But yeah, he was just really bold. Um, I don't know if it was like all the sweets he's been making, but I'm <laughs> also giving Oliver the side eye from like the mushrooms he was taking. He all of a sudden wants to make Cinnabons and cookies and he's having these outbursts in jail stations and talking back to Annalise. Like it's something's off about Oliver. I, I, think I that, agree. I think that comes from him just wanting to be so deep into who the K4, K5, like who they were, who they have been, who they will continue to be because he is always looked at as either the tech guy or Connor's husband. He's not necessarily looked at as part of the group. So even when Annalise was addressing them, she was more so addressing Michaela and Connor and it just so happened that Oliver has been a part, you know what I mean? Which is why he was, which is why he felt comfortable making a statement like that. Um, but I, I mean, one thing, one thing I am taking away from this episode is the presence of Annalise's mom. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they used her in a way to either foreshadow or to close up a lot of storylines. Yeah. I so, mean, I, to I totally agree. Yeah. Her asking about Eve, that may be that being shut off and, Annalise coming, you know, coming out of the closet in regards to that. So that was closing that storyline. And okay, then speaking of that, sorry to interrupt you, but do you think I thought that when her mom like wasn't in the apartment, she left because Annalise told her that. I thought that, that too. I was like, I thought either that or she had like a little dementia moment and she probably went outside to to get whatever. So I thought it could be a, a number of things, but I think had they made it that story, like, oh, oh, she she ran away. Like, I would, that would have been too much. But she went to Nate, which <laughs> I was, you know, her yeah, mom no, is I literally thought that she left because Annalise told her that, and that was going to be, like, a whole other thing. I mean, I just feel like this moment should be noted in the history of our after show because Jamie and CJ just agreed on the same thing. Did so we? Let's, I didn't touch that. <laughs> shout out to them. Yeah, uh, speak, <laughs> Before we start talking about Annalise um, and her whole arc this episode, Jamie, do you have a little message for our fans? Yes, you guys, week after week, even in the new season, you guys have been the ultimate super fans, probably more than us, because you guys keep checking in with us. You guys always have the live chat popping, keeping the conversation going. So thank you. Like, seriously, thank you. Even despite this quarantine, you're still tuned in, and we love it. 
If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe and of course like this video and comment down below. Now also you might have other genres that you like, like there's other shows I like. Um, Elena's, well I know Elena's been on shows, CJ's been on shows, um, myself in April. So you might catch us on those or some of your other favorite hosts. So be sure to check out our other shows and subscribe to those channels as well. And again, thank you. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. So appreciative. Okay, Annalise, um, I thought this moment was kind of uh, nonchalant or like, you know, I take, we take notes basically the whole time we watch so we can really remember the little details. But the episode opens up for Annalise with she's having a dream and there's a little baby um, outside. I thought, oh, she's dreaming of Christopher, Christoph, whatever, whatever we're going to call him. Um, wait, is it Chris? It's Christopher. I confuse oh. you. It's Christopher. And then when uh, Wes is Christopher. Gonna, he was Christoph. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, of this baby, that's what I thought it was. But we see that comeback. I wanted to mention that because I just think it's interesting how it was tied in later in the episode. Um, but Annalise, obviously back in town, um, is charged with the surprising charges of like a fake passport and and correct documents or something like that. Um, Elena, did you immediately know that this was just like a big ruse? Cause I was confused with the fact, I thought it was like very out there that they were charging her with murder and all these other things. No, same. I, I, I was a bit confused by it. I don't think that, I, I, I feel like the FBI has been doing this dance. So the reason that I was confused is because we don't know what their clear end goal is. Like we don't know what their intent behind everything is. So every time they're trying to charge her with something or trying to put her a house arrest or whatever the case may be, it's just, it's just unclear. It's almost like they're just trying to stick it to her, stick whatever they can to her and see, you, you ever like, you know how they say boil your noodles and the way to test it out. Yeah. Is stick one to the wall to see if it sticks or whatever. I feel like that's the game that the FBI is playing with Annalise to see what charge can stick, what charge can't stick. So in the opening scene, I would, I too was just confused about it. And even moving forward into the show, I was excited for her to get the list of charges to really see what is it that we're up against? Because for us, all we've gotten, and we've talked about this outside of the show, is just that picture chart. Like we have the picture chart. We know everything that is possible, like all of the other, like all of the other things that they can charge her with, um, but nothing has been sticking. So I think that was just them trying to figure out what can they stick to her to keep her in place or even lock her up for the time being. Yeah, I thought it was confusing to me in the sense of because of the publicity of it, which is why Annalise ended up winning that. Um, I forgot what it's called. I have it somewhere in here. But basically, she proposes to Tegan that they do uh, some sort of rebuttal that says they they get whatever. Oh yeah, you you know Miss Law, what was it called? <laughs> the motion for the list. Of, she she just want she just wanted to know what she was being charged with. She wanted to know everything that they were bringing up against her. That's what her exactly went into to try to find. Exactly, and she was originally trying to be her own lawyer, but obviously Tegan steps in and fully helps her with all of this. Um, this is where she learns about all of the claims, even though we did kind of know. So the, it's we're talking like they're saying she's murdered everybody, basically, which we know that she hasn't. So I don't know how without without actual evidence they're charging her for that. Jamie, do you think they're just they basing it off of the, what is it? They can plant evidence of the FBI. They can make a story that's not true. Yeah, and they have the Castillos working for them. So uh, it's the same question that I have last week. 
that I still genuinely don't understand why do we think like without the actual evidence, why is the FBI on her? Why wouldn't they try to find the people who actually did it? They just have something against Annalise. And I think that this is just a buildup. They're trying to get Annalise for everything. So they're like, okay, well, we'll give you something cute, you know, passport identification fraud, you know, we'll charge you for that. And then when you come back for your next trial date, you know, we're going to pile up everything. We're going to somehow make you pay for what you did those past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's what I think they, they want to make an example out of Annalise. Yeah. It was a bill of particulars. I found it in my notes. I thought it was going to bother me until, so she files this because basically it's like anything that they have on her, which I didn't even know was a thing. Um, but that's what the kids were worried about the whole episode because they knew once she finds, once she gets this information that the only way they're going to, the FBI would have any evidence on it is if it was from a person that was there. Now she reacts in a way that was surprising to me. She basically is like, no, I need to play nice, whatever. CJ, why do you think she decided she should just play nice and ignore it? Doesn't she, I would think she would think they were smarter than that. Um, I honestly don't really know why. I mean, maybe because she just knows if she goes crazy, they're just going to push even harder. Yeah. I think too, it was kind of like, I think she approached it with her guard down so that they could have their guard down so that she could analyze if they had turned or not. Because the conversation right after she met with them was with Bonnie and she was like, they turned and they lied to my face badly. So I think she went in with that approach to kind of just assess where they were, if they still had any loyalty to her, any ties, because if she went in there, started talking to them all crazy or started talking to them as if they were going to be in cahoots, they would have like, that wouldn't have happened. And you also like, we have to realize that we saw uh, Michaela and Connor take the deal. And Elise doesn't know what deal they have, what they agreed to confess or not. And she's also working against the fact that she knows Michaela's dad snitched on her being in Mexico and is helping Michaela through this situation. So how deep is like, I think she wanted to also figure out how deep Michaela is with everything as well. Yeah, they did a pretty horrible job of trying to cover that up. And I loved when Annalise dropped that little bomb. Like, you know, it was your dad who told the FBI that I was in Mexico. And Michaela looked genuinely shocked. But I, I think that they're like kind of starting to realize that that was a mistake. Um, but even Bonnie and Frank throughout the episode keep talking about how they potentially need a plan to protect themselves. Like Frank even goes so far to say that even if Laurel came back, he wouldn't, you know, whatever. Um, that's a no, lot. That's a whole lot. Exactly. <laughs> that's a whole lot. I I think the same thing. He is going to run after Laurel the second she comes back on the screen. If she I, comes back. I, as a lie was leaving his lips, I literally <laughs> was rolling my I was rolling my eyes because I was like, "Oh, Frank, please, Bonnie, know you better than that." Ain't nobody want Bonnie either. we're gonna get hate because so many people love Bonnie we still we're not quite there but I did fully believe her at the moment when she told Annalise that she didn't kill Asher I was like okay I believe you now um that the other like well semi-bomb that got dropped was they did the flashback of the night that Annalise left and she went back to save Bonnie or to get her to come with her which is surprising I know that they are so close knit and I know that they've been through so much together, but I really don't understand their tie. Mm-hmm. Like for Annalise to turn around and go back for Bonnie, 
like it, it was it was shocking and I guess it's just a testament to their friendship in a sense to like Annalise went to go get Bonnie and Bonnie was at Annalise's house like you know what I mean their loyalty is just that strong but their relationship is just so fascinating to me because sometimes they on sometimes they off like I'm just really confused I think fascinating is a good way to put it like even a few seasons ago I remember Bonnie when she was crying to Annalise and she was like I love you or did she say I'm in love with you either way the feelings seemed very strong and it was hard to understand back then too, but I think because they've been through similar things with like abuse, um, they shared the same man at least twice. <laughs> okay. Um, and I think that's kind of, I feel like maybe Annalise feels like a responsibility towards Bonnie, just like she did with Wes. Annalise mm-hmm. is not to let people go. And that's her issue. She should have just gone on her about her trip, but you know, that's her. And Jamie, yeah. you remind me of a point that we didn't necessarily touch on yet when we talked about Miss Sophia being like uh, Annalise's mom being back in the ending scene almost, mm-hmm. well, toward the end where Annalise talking to her mom and her mom basically coming to the understanding that Annalise has been trying to save everybody as an example of her wanting someone to save her, which I thought was a powerful moment for the screen and not mm-hmm. just for us as viewers, like, because we're so invested to the show, but say you're watching the show with a parent or with, with anyone else, what that scene did for families watching it together and, and, and people being able to take responsibility for the role that you've played in your children's lives and really understand that a lot of the decisions they make has a lot to do with how they were raised, the things that they saw while, you know, in their upbringing. Um, so I just thought that scene was super powerful and I loved how Annalise received it. Mm-hmm. Like she had, she didn't have much to say. So she kind of just received it and allowed her mom to talk that through. Um, and I just thought that was a lot. It was a lot of power there. It definitely was. It, even the way that Ophelia says, like this is right after Annalise finds out that the thing that the FBI has on her is they're establishing this pattern of arson. And we know that Annalise's mom is ultimately the one who burned down that house uh, with her uncle in it when she was little. Um, So, and Annalise is never gonna, there's nothing she can do. Like, she's never going to be like, oh, it was my mom because that's not Annalise. Like if anything, she like rides hard for her for sure. So I, I, it was definitely a powerful moment. And I feel like they were kind of leading to that the whole episode. Annalise is definitely a ride or die. I want her on my side. If anything ever happens, I want Annalise. Same, Annalise me too. Bonnie and Clyde. Would you be the Asher though, CJ? Uh, not looking uh, too good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, I mean, I'd be Asher by personality, but like, I wouldn't have gotten like cut off. You wouldn't have gotten off. You're that good. <laughs> <laughs> You um, also wouldn't have have Cicely fuss you out like she did Nate. And just FYI, because I don't know if it clicked for everyone because it clicked for me late. The reason she called him a SOB when she realized I that scene was, was hilarious with the with the hand on the hip in true like grandma fashion. But yeah. the reason she was so passionate when she called him an SOB is after realizing that Nate probably gave the FBI a copy of those files knowing that she's the one that burned down a house. So it's like, damn, yeah. I went over there trying to rekindle you and anime's relationship and you done snitched on me to the fbi without realizing he knows he definitely knows that it was her that did it he doesn't know that it's her that did it so he unintentionally you know is gunning for annalise right but still thinks that he knows everything you know what i mean like she's just this cruel cruel person um and she ophelia doesn't know that nate doesn't know and she like but i she's the one who was like 
I just went over there. I did all this stuff. That's I feel like all of these scenes with her were kind of leading us to the end of that moment of her saying like, Nate isn't your kid. These students aren't your kids or your family. Like you have to protect yourself. And I was like, ooh, she really does. She's I mean, not going to she, do it though. We've been saying that the whole show, like the whole season after season, we've been saying, and at least there's going to be a point where you have to let go. I mean, there has to be, I guess. Um, before we move on to our uh, segments, anything else we missed from the episode that we want to throw in quickly? Uh, for the FBI lady, because PG in the chat says, but who told the FBI lady to get to fire poker? I was wondering the same thing. Like, how on earth does she happen to know? But she maybe she, was, she was smiling, not smiling, spying on the uh, K4 house. And the cameras and, that they uh, have. Yeah. Yeah, they and, showed and her looking maybe, at They showed her okay. watching the cameras. They showed her watching the cameras as, as she got hit in the head, so that's how she knew. Maybe what, what Jamie? Um, or maybe Oliver, you know, since he did take a fire poker, he was like, hey, so look, get a fire poker. Go to Ashley and finish the job. Like, you just, I don't know. I don't no, know. Really know. Showed, they showed a scene of her watching it happen through the camera. Yeah. And maybe Oliver set up the cameras. Well... <laughs> You never know. Okay, let's do Keating's best because we probably are on, like, well, CJ, I think we maybe know yours. Um, give it to us, CJ. Uh, I'll just explain. Keating's best is where we choose the MVP of tonight's episode um, of the whole Keating tribe. I don't want to go first. <laughs> I'll let Jamie go first. That's a hard one. I'm like, who is it going to be? Because certain people got on my nerves this episode. You know, I'm just going to say... Um, uh, we call her Cicely, right? Annalise's mother, Miss Ophelia. That's her real name, but Ophelia, yeah. Um, I'm going to say her just because she was trying to be a ride or die for her daughter. I love that she was um, open to listen to her daughter, talk about her problems, her sexuality, all of that. Even just them sharing a bed. Like, I think all of us have at least at one point shared a bed with our moms and you have those, you know, deep talks and stuff. I just thought it was really nice to see. Um, and how she showed up on her, on her behalf to Nate, you know, it's just, her mom goes hard for her and I love to see it. I'll agree with Jamie there more so for the scene with Nate, just for her going over there and really trying to get him all the way together. I was there for, and I'm also going to give it to Tegan because what we don't give enough credit to Tegan for is that she also is a ride or die. There has not been anything that has come up that has made us, made us hate her, even though we've suspected her for many crimes. She's always showed up for all of them, got them out of trouble, had their backs. And as tonight's episode, she was in Annalise's corner, um, super excited to like work as a team and they did great together so I'll give it to the two of them you just took literally every single word out of my mouth so I was gonna say Ophelia but I was like let me do it different let me go Tegan and literally (laughs) the reason was because she's a ride or die she was pissed that Annalise left but Annalise called her and she's like okay never mind we're right back on it so I'm gonna give it to Tegan and mine is clearly is Asher because Asher (laughs) has not done anything wrong he's trying he told you in that video he's trying to protect everybody Asher's just he has a heart of gold but got killed in the meantime 29 because it's always the nice ones nice guys finish last and that's what the show is telling us in the chat 29 super in the chat also wanted to give his keatings back to gabriel for thinking quick on his feet when he went into the fbi saying it was laurel and then realized that it was the fbi lady um so i pointed that one out because i agree there too but yeah let us know in the comments below who you guys think your keatings best is and we'd love to chat it out with you for sure Elena, you have some news and gossip for us? 
Yeah, well, more so just a little gossip, and it's going to be super quick. Because we all loved Miss Sophia this episode tonight, I wanted to pull up this quote that she had throughout her career. You'll see a very young Cicely Tyson, and the quote says, challenges makes you discover things about yourself that you never really knew. They're what make the instrument stretch, what makes you go beyond the norm. And I think that applies to the challenges that the key like the k5 are experiencing on the show the challenges that we are all at home experiencing with the coronavirus and everything in that regard um and i think that her character on the show just emphasized a lot of power um so it was just a nice quote to pull from cicely we talked about how she's a 95 year old actor so i really enjoyed seeing so much of her on tonight's episode um, cj you have some gossip yeah i actually do have some gossip some hot gossip in the streets. I heard Rome Flynn, AKA Gabriel, has made a TikTok. He is now competing for my throne on TikTok. But well, we'll yeah. see who wins that one. It's gonna, <laughs> be a t- it's gonna be a tough battle for sure. Um, okay, let's do some predictions. Jamie, what are your predictions for the last four episodes? I know, it's so crazy. Okay, I just, I feel like some way, somehow, Oliver is suspect just certain things, like even with him, I do think that he loves Connor, but even with them being married, it's just like, you know, sometimes marriage can trap you. Like, what, what's up with that? Um, and, and even with Connor's mother being suspicious, maybe she's suspicious for good reason. Maybe um, Connor has had certain conversations with her that we just don't know about because even the way that she was treating Frank last episode and Oliver, it was like, hold on, wait a minute. Like, why, what do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and even with Connor's dad, because in the, uh, in the court case against... Um, Michaela, they just all seem very suspicious so that that's with them um and as far as Wes and all of them go I feel like maybe with Wes he was just trying to save his own self so maybe he is still alive and just that whole thing was just a, a fluke so everything's in the air four more episodes maybe next episode we'll have more predictions Elena what do you think so I think that the Castillos have more than one mole planted in this whole franchise. I don't think that it's just uh, the FBI lady. I honestly think Nate might turn and be oh. with the Castillos in some case. And I know that sounds terrible, but I just feel like there is someone else involved working with the Castillos. And that is going to truly be revealed next episode, especially since, you know, at the last minute tonight, we found out that. I can't remember her name, so I call her the FBI lady, that the FBI agent yeah. is working with the Castillos. I feel like we're going to get more into them next episode. Um, so I think one of our faves may be revealed as a mole for them as well. Yeah, that's oh actually good. I can see someone else being like a mole and working with the Castillos. Um, I'm just honestly waiting to see West again because they ended last season with or the mid-season finale with West and then started this with West but we don't see Wes, so I'm just like, where's Wes? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I, all. I, I think that Wes is going to be tied in with the Castillos. I actually think on, uh, similar to what you were saying, Elena, I think that he's the one that could be like, hey, I have to protect my wife and kid. This is what's happening. Not wife, girlfriend, whatever. They're probably married. Baby mama. <laughs> it's baby mama, exactly. And I feel like he's the one who maybe could be informing. There's not just not another really good reason as to why they would have reintroduced this character that I can think of at the moment, but definitely let us know what y'all's predictions are. Keep the conversation going through us without the week. Um, Send us comments, tweets, Instagrams. We love hearing everything that y'all have to say. 
Um, until then, y'all can find me everywhere at April Wissenhant. Jamie, where can they find you? All right, guys, you can find me on Twitter at It's Jamie Gray or on Instagram at Jamie Gray, J-A-I-M-I. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. What were you talking to me? I was just. I saw he had TikTok. his phone prepped, so I was like, he must be ready. I was making a TikTok. My bad. That's where you can find me on TikTok at ICJ Walker. You can find me everywhere at ICJ Walker, actually. But check out my TikTok. I got one. Alayla. <laughs> DJ makes me laugh so much. You guys can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's lay. That's H-A-Y underscore I-T-S-L-A-Y. Uh, can't wait to keep the conversation going with you guys. Definitely. Y'all can find all of us everywhere at AfterBuzz TV. And we look forward to seeing y'all all next week for another episode. Four more left. It's crazy. Four more. All right, we'll see y'all soon. Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.